There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. All right, buddy. Yeah. In honor of National App Day, uh, I would like to ask you guys, what's an app you cannot live without? Uh, Frank! Uh, uh, what was that? <laughs> Hello, like Uber. Where would I be without it? Oh. Oh. Come on, guys. Okay. What a plug. Did you just get paid for that? Maybe. Yo, it's crazy because my app, the app I was going to pick was Lyft. So. Yo, yo, yo. Oh. Yo, sometimes they got cheaper prices. I'm, what do you want? I'm Team Juno, so. What? Really? Yeah. People still use that? Okay. My app is going to be Pandora because the Latinos Out Loud podcast is now available oh, on Pandora. Just saying. Okay. My grandma is excited. Not okay. a paid advertisement, folks. <laughs> Jamie, yours? Well, um... Actually, throughout the whole year, it was Movie Pass, and now they're going out of business. So right. I can't see any, I can't see any fucking movies now. <laughs> I can't even see like a Hallmark Christmas movie on that shit. It's like, thou shall not Movie Pass. <laughs> but yeah, but shout out to Movie Pass for the first eight months of the year. Uh, Mike, uh, mine is Platano con Salami. It's wow. sort of like Angry Birds, but the Dominican version. And when I'm stressed out, I'll, I'll end up playing Platano con Salami. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Platano con Salami. They do. Yo, 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 yo. Um, wait a minute. Yo, yo. I feel like there's a wow. void. There's a yo void in the air. No, what are you talking about? I don't it's know what you're list. talking about. Yeah, I mean... What happened? What happened with the yos? I feel like I need more yos in my in my in my yo. in your diet. In my diet, yeah. Um, I thought that was sufficient, and you know what? I'm just gonna get right into it real quick. Um, after last on, week's, uh, this is serious, you guys. Dang. No, this is serious. Um, this sounds sounds where's that music familiar. Coming? Where's that music coming from? After last week's episode, when Mr. Nueva York was here and said that I yo too much, I really took it to heart, and I was like, yo. 
I don't think I should say that many yo's. Yo, yo, wow. chill. And chill, so um, I'm going to actively on, pursue this yo reduction. No. Really? You're getting a yo reduction? You, got, you trust someone to reduce your yo? I heard that's dangerous. Yo? That's a dangerous yeah. procedure. You going to go to DR for your uh, yo reduction? I was thinking Columbia, DR, <laughs> or the Heights. All right. But aside from that, that's what you're going to get. So, hi, I'm Rachel La Loca. Hey. I like that from last week. That's what, that's what you got offended from, but not the stuff that the jokes we had about you relapsing and and drinking again and all that shit. But, no, like, the yo stuff really got to you. I thought that shit was funny. No, but the yo stuff, I, <laughs> I um, you know, I could take a good jab, I think. You know what I'm saying, Mike? You know that. I'd take a good jab, but I really so was like. So, are you saying in 2019 we're only going to get, like, three yo's? I think I gave like seven just now. Seven yo's? It may go down to three, may go down to one. It may be yo-less. No. What about a new word? What about a new word? Like, hey, 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 hey. You Can know? you guys just give me uh, the... Don't get triggered. That's now. like it's, Fat Albert. Yeah, which is Bill Cosby. <laughs> so, Please don't say those words yeah, on this I don't podcast. Know if no, man. We didn't have wow. to say like the creator of the show. Yeah. Give me the Christmas break and I'll figure it out. How about that? Okay. We should put it out there for our listeners. Ho, 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 <laughs> You can't say that like in the summer. <laughs> That's a, strictly a Christmas joke. Anyway, hi. This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. This is season four, episode 14. And I am Rachel La Loca. Hi, I'm Mike. Jay first. Bless Frank you. Nibs. Hi, everyone. Hello. And to everyone, hello. hello. I feel like today we're like in a conference room and we're all yeah. going to do some presentations. You um, feel like we're, we're, you feel yeah, like feel we're in a conference room? Because we are in a conference room. Can you pass the clicker, please? <laughs> yo, where's my, where's my PowerPoint? Fourth my PowerPoint quarter ready? sales. Uh, we're down in uh, yo-yos. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it I anymore. Just got, I got passed for a promotion, you guys. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone doing? Fantastic. Yeah. I'm great. Great. Awesome. So awesome. there's a lot to talk about. Mm, sure Rachel, is. since when have you been uh, having the boggle look with the... Uh, you never I'm so that. glad you noticed it. I'm so glad you noticed Throw it. Throw me under the bus. Talk about <laughs> I always do it. Twinsies. As soon as she, as soon as she came in. Don't take this the wrong way. But, but, but I'm tired of you wearing hats inside. <laughs> <laughs> she says she's tired of all of us wearing yeah, hats. No, I don't mind it. the baseball hat. I don't mind the cap. The cap okay. is cool, but you're wearing obviously winter gear. It's it's a little chilly in here today. I would say it's nippy. Yeah, it's but a but like nippy. usually it's like warm in the room. Mike's wearing like still... a winter hat, thermal underwear. <laughs> I was wearing thermal underwear actually. You wear a lot of beanies and a lot yes. of things on your head. Hmm. And I'm worried. I worry about you it. Worry about me. I don't want you to so prematurely what? bald. So your tactic is to wear it to like. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to see what you look like. Wow. <laughs> and what do you think? Look, <laughs> look stupid, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm good. I'm convinced why you wore it. So I'm so glad he's perceptive, though. I will give that to you. You're good with numbers, and you're perceptive. Hmm. That's oh, about it. Thank you, uh, Jamie. Your turn for compliments. Uh, man, we didn't go over this in the pre-show meeting. I don't have, I don't have any compliments. Of the this is all improv, isn't yeah, it? I yeah, I can't improv. I can't compliment improv. <laughs> sorry, I can insult improv and not compliment. I'm sorry. Next time. Speaking of that, uh, we have number one, Jamie. So you got an Xmas tree? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I made a joke a couple of weeks ago um, that I got a Christmas tree after Thanksgiving, but that's like psychotic. That's that was a joke. That wasn't real. Um, I actually got. I believed one. you. Yeah, Rachel believed me. So you're because Rachel you believes lied. I'm crazy. No, I just think you're gonna insult a lot of listeners because you told us that you already got a Christmas tree. Well, it was in the one of the opening questions, so it was I didn't really go into it. I just said like one line, but reality, I got it this weekend, and it was very interesting. I, I um. The people that sold it to me, they were, first of all, I found out they were from España. Nice. Barcelona. Yeah, from Barcelona? Like you. Uh, they're from Galicia. They, were, they weren't from Barcelona, but I like saying, oh yeah, I like saying Barcelona. Um, I was hitting my papers too hard, like a uh, really angry newscast. You got in trouble news, just newscast. now. Hensel <laughs> just, Hensel bow, bow. Is. He just ruler, he had a ruler and he just hit me very bow, quietly bow. on the hand <laughs> to stop hitting the papers. So um, rewind the show if you want to hear some paper rattling. <laughs> <laughs> ruffling in the background. Um, anyway, it was interesting. So they were talking about, you know, their life in, in Spain and somebody lived in London for two years. It was interesting. And I'm like, can you just get my tree ready? I got to go. Uh, <laughs> but it was interesting because they told me that they live in a van for two weeks. There's a van in a parking lot. near Down near, by the river? <laughs> no, it, was like a par- it was like in the parking lot of, like, of the... <laughs> Very descriptive. I was like, where are we? Yeah, I'm envisioning this right now. Where are we going? They uh, they live there for two weeks straight. They can't leave. Like Dang. they have, they sell the trees 24 hours, and then when they sleep, they sleep in the van. They got a kitchen in the van. Wow. They, so they spend Christmas and everything in there. They spend yeah for the is that yeah. so they can watch the trees all night? They take shifts. Well, yeah, because they said well this was in the Heights, so they said that there was a lot of like rob- people <laughs> trying to rob the trees. <laughs> They were like, we get a lot of people, they try to take the trees. And I'm not trying to die for the trees, man. That's my, he sounded like Puss in Boots a little bit. Um, So I, it was just, I was getting a lot of information and I was just, I almost forgot that I bought the tree. I left and I was like, wait, what am I forgetting? (laughs) Oh yeah. The super expensive tree that I bought. But he hooked me up. He had a shopping cart, which I'm sure he stole illegally from some, from some. (laughs) Shop, right? From shop, some key food, some key food, like a couple blocks up. And he was like, you can take my shopping cart, you know? Like, That's so nice. And, but just bring it back. You know, he didn't trust that I would bring it back. Somebody, he said somebody else left it around like a couple blocks up. When he, um, That's valuable. Now that they put those brakes that you can't like leave the store's perimeter. So yeah. somebody dismantled it. Some Dominican with a wrench was like, no, nah, I got you, Lord. Yo, that, those are the worst. The, the, one time I was at Home Depot and they had one of those and I didn't know. And oh. I almost tripped. I'm like busting my ass. I'm like, I'm trying to race somebody. I'm like, Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? It's hilarious. Oh, man. But it was a good tree. I got the tree. What kind of tree is it? What's your process when you're selecting a tree? Uh, I mean, wait. What's Fatima's process when she selects the tree? Yeah, that's better. I usually open the bag and smell it. So my girl. Oh, we're talking about. (laughs) Oh, yeah, two different things, Rachel. Okay, Rachel. All right. So I wanted the um, I wanted the Melania Trump like red tree. Like I wanted that. I wanted to get real crazy wow, this year. Okay. Um, but they didn't sell that. <laughs> Wait, that was in the van. We'll be right back. My girlfriend Fatima, she's the one who really wanted the tree, so she was very like, I want that one. Like she just wanted the specific one that right. she fell in love with the first. You know, when she fell in love with the one she wanted. Whatever the price, we had to get that one because I was looking at that like, yo, but this one's like fifty dollars cheaper, even though it's kind of like fifty dollars. It's kind of like missing a lot of branches. <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, there's like a, a nest, a, a nest of some animal in there, but we got a nice big fat. Basically, you want a fat tree. You want a tree that that, that comes with like reindeer eggs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like your tree got to have back. You know what I'm saying? Like. A little badonkadonk on the tree. Uh, 
But it looks good. It looks good. And yeah, it's guys, the season. Tis the season. You guys decorated it together and all, all that? She decorated it. I was looking to Spotify, looking for the cool Christmas songs. Uh, nice, nice. Um But yeah, yeah. No, it was great. Um, any Beautiful. Beautiful. Any Anybody Rachel, are you getting a treat? My tree been up. What are you talking about? I skipped that Instagram story. My I bad. love this time of year because I love to decorate. I have my ornaments like throwback, like over a decade. Old school old. ornaments. Oh my god! I'm like, TBT look at ornaments? us at the, look at us uh, in fit. My husband and I on the top of Tetuacan in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody got those old school picture ornaments from yeah. like way back when. I'm like, damn. You're like Santa with an afro ornament. <laughs> like, no, like you. Hole. You know what I always think, Jamie? Actually, it's like something you. <laughs> brought up is that my hair looks different in like every different every all the pictures that we have my hair is different yeah, yeah. you I, look yeah like your complexion changes too like there's something what? no what yeah, does that true. mean maybe because the seasons change and i don't like, know like you look different in every picture like every pit like a year apart like she looks different in every year i make and then a lot of transformations hit, rachel and once you hit that point where you've already gotten every single different look that's when you came up with the streak Bam. and you switched it up there you go i noticed that like Mike looks yeah. the same in every picture. From like from like 2008, he looks the same. That's true. Okay. And that's probably a good thing. I mean, he hasn't aged. I don't think. But yeah. so, right. are you saying that I've aged? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jamie, you Is ran that into that. No, I said you look different. I didn't say you looked like in older. It I feels really good to come here. I have to say, because <laughs> first Frank tells me that I look like I just woke up, and Jamie now tells me that I've aged. And I'm accusing you of stealing my look. <laughs> anyway, look. Just for the record, it's not that I changed my look and got this gray streak. This gray streak has always been there, but I just got tired of dying over. It. So this is like coming out of laziness. This is the look that we're gonna get forever, people. So nice. get used to it. It's not changing. We love it. We it love hasn't it. changed no in like doubt. three years. Okay. Um, I want to give a big shout out to an event that we attended last week. I'm sorry, there was no segue whatsoever there. No um, we're over two with segments. But I wasn't aiming for a segue, but I just want to make it clear that there was a very, you know, there was a moment there. It was like, okay, we love you, Rachel. Thanks. Um, that was not editing, guys. That was not a chop edit. That was straight up no fluidity to the segment. Go I'm ahead. yoless and I'm segueless today. Oh, wow. Yo, you gotta be careful. You have to be very careful. With what? Maybe that yo 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 gives you that superpower on the podcast, and by oh, removing that, to have like the perfect podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't it feel good to yo less? <laughs> no. <laughs> that can be the. Look, it's a so you are giving props too. Last week we attended an HBO filming for Two Dope Queens. Oh. Yeah. Um, at that beautiful theater in Brooklyn. Yes. The, What's the name of the theater? See, I want to say the King James Theater, but I know it's a Bible? <laughs> a Bible theater. <laughs> the LeBron Coliseum. <laughs> the GOAT. I think it's the King's Theater. The King's Theater. That's a beautiful theater. It was beautiful. Wow. Wait, you've been at United Palace and it's, King's Theater. It's, it's, it's the same. It's better looking than United Palace. Doma, Brooklyn. I, wow. It's amazing. I, I'm honest. I, I, like, from Brooklyn. I was. I was... I was flabbergasted. Yo, you loved it so much. I heard you went twice. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so, okay. um, (laughs) The thing about the Two Dope Queens podcast taping for HBO was that Frank showed up a day early. Yeah. And then texted me, and it was like, Yo, Boca, where you at? 
And oh. I was like, I'm trying to potty train my kid. Where you at? And then he was like, I'm in Brooklyn. And this was over text. So I'm obviously okay, making course, the voices for a comical effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can't see the text. So right. you got to read it out. Exactly. It's a podcast. Mm-hmm. So then he's like, no. And I'm like, Frank, it's tomorrow. <laughs> so the King's Theater is like deep in Brooklyn. Yo. Like Flatbush. And you did you go all the way down there? Or you seven, yes, I was on Flatbush at 7 o'clock in the night. And were you trying to get into the theater? Like, did they have something else I was else going walking on? towards the theater when I was texting her. Yo, Loca, they got a Trey Songz uh, concert tonight, yo. <laughs> I don't see anything about two dope queens. <laughs> yo, Brooklyn is another world. Yeah, man. Brooklyn, should I say. Brooklyn, mm. yeah. yeah, that's a good word. You didn't? Did you just coin that phrase? Dude, there's still <laughs> guys, there's like 15 guys hanging out in the corner on Flatbush with hoodies on, and uh, and it's like freaking like 25 below zero, and uh, I don't know what they're doing in the corner with hoodies. Mm. They just mm. minding their own business, Frank, which is what you should be doing. You and know then what you I'm go, saying? then you go to the next the next block, and it's like pre-war buildings, beautiful yes. with like Caucasian people walking all over the place. So I feel oh. safe, and uh, yeah, that's Brooklyn. Brooklyn's very yeah. interesting. <laughs> then yeah. I saw some Hasidic Jews like walking, you know, Hasidic. towards the train station. This, this perspective Wait. is. It's like it's question, a, question. Hasidic Jews, like, what are their characteristics? How does that work? They got the little tassels coming oh, down the right, side. Right, okay. You know, no doubt. You know, all black. You know, yeah, no. With the I feel like I'm reading like an article in the New York Times. It's like my Brooklyn by <laughs> Frank Nick. <laughs> My op-ed piece about Brooklyn. 20 hoodies. Wait, so wait, Rachel, how was this Two Dope Queens show? When you finally got to see it. So we went to the first taping of the Two Dope Queens special for HBO last year, Mike and I. We had a great time. And this guy, Jon Stewart, came out. So that was great. But this year, you guys, it was on some female empowerment tip. It was so amazing. And Lupita Nyong'o. What? What? You nice. don't understand. The roof was crazy. I mean, yeah. you felt the walls. Yes, yes. It was crazy. Because yes. no, nobody knew. Nobody, nobody. expected it. Ah, Frank, you felt it in your walls? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Frank. Obviously, wow. Yo. You really Yo, felt Frank. it in your walls. That's, Black wow. That's the Black Panther's girlfriend. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. That was my. That, that, that's. Oh, I was trying yeah. to do a Black Panther accent. That sounded like sorry, an sorry. old Jewish guy. It sounded like a, 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 a Hasidic Jew. That's what I am new. Like. I am new member of Marvel Universe. <laughs> Oi. I think, but what Frank? I agree with you. She's really a beautiful, yeah. beautiful person, and she spoke so eloquently. She was so funny. They did like this hair braiding competition. Um, Jessica and Phoebe brought out like three mannequin heads, black girl mannequin heads, and they were like, "All right, we heard you're a master braider," and she freaked it. Wow, that's, that's a Rachel. That's a Rachel thing that they just did. Master what do you Brader. mean? Master you with the word wordsmith, the wordplay, wordplay. See, I do it. And I don't realize I'm doing it. Mas- anyway, master braider. Okay, so she was a master braider. She freaked it, and they were trying to throw her off. They would like throw things at her and be like, "You want some coffee?" and like distract her so they could win the contest. It was a very nice uh, visual joke. And then she actually did like three box braids, mad quick. Like, let me do your hair, <laughs> pa pa pa, with the combs, pa pa pa. You know, that's exactly what. She did. <laughs> it was crazy. So, was this show inspiring to you? Because it's a podcast, right? They filling up a, the theater, like the King's Theater. Is that something that you could see? LOL. Uh, doing? That's a great question. This is such a great question for all of us to think yeah. about right now. Because first okay. of all, we're approaching the end of the year, and I want to shout out everybody who came with me. Right, Frank, Hendel, Chastity. We had a great time. We went to the most Dominican restaurant afterwards. Oh, oh yeah, my that's god! Ra- so Ra- I told Rachel from the beginning, Rachel. 
you get no, no, no service here. So just relax. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to get into it. I'll yeah. leave it at that because the food was good. La Cabaña Rodriguez. And it's just exactly what you what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. It was just like, you know, the family. Like, I'll get to you when I get to you. <laughs> you know? ¿Qué tú quieres? Like, she'll bring me the coffee and the sugar comes 25 minutes later. Yo you know ahorita. what I'm saying? Nos vemos ahorita. Bye. I'm getting a call in car. I'm going to call my cousin. I'll be right back. Oh, no. <laughs> Which was fun. Anyway, back to your question. Like, we all, I think I speak for all of us. You guys don't have mics in front of you right now, but tell me how inspired you were. Mm. I was inspired because, to answer your question, yes, this is something that Latinos Out Loud can so do, can do well. We are fun, animated people, and that's exactly what I think one of the characteristics that these girls, Jessica and Phoebe, possess. They're beautiful to watch. They're fun. They're inspiring. They're uplifting. And I think we are the same thing for Latinos. Nice. Nice. We should... Um Maybe not the King's Theater. It might be too much. Maybe like the Prince Theater or something. The Jester's Theater? <laughs> something oh, something a little less than... He went down like two yeah. levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know the United Palace. The United Palace that you just uh, insulted? Oh, yeah. yeah we may want to edit that part <laughs> yeah, out of you, this podcast. Yeah, you may want to change We're your, friends with your those hands. people over there, oh, you know? Bago, um, yeah, Jamie, I was looking at your social media, and I, it looked, I saw from your pictures that you attended your sister's engagement party. Is Ooh. that true? Yay, yo, congrats. First off, yo. Yes. By the way, Yay, props to Jamie. Great way to segue that. That was beautiful. And, Smooth, yo. And I was lying to you. You didn't like it. I didn't look at his social media. Yeah, yeah, you did. Because you didn't reading, even like the picture, so how did you know? paper. How are you going to know if you Maybe didn't even like it? Maybe he's just a passerby, or maybe he doesn't uh, like. He just, whoops. Yeah. Which of your sisters? Which of your sisters? Miguelina or Daniela? No, Miguelina did. Nice. She finally, she gave him She gave him an ultimatum. She's like, yo, let's do this, or I'm out. So was he? Was, did he look stressed? No, he looked all right. He was fine. But my experience was that my sister only invited like maybe 10 people. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I think my other sister, Daniela, posted a, a Instagram story. Aye. And within five to six minutes, my Miguelina got some text messages. Aye, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I have a couple of aunts that are on social media and mm. they told their kids, mm. like, mm. why are you not there? Aye, yeah, 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 so yeah. it was buzzing and everything. So it was very interesting. Um, uh, Party, how the cheese man, no, the Diaz. No big brother uh, speech? No, I didn't do a speech. It wasn't yeah, about me, you know? Because, I mean, I'm always like the the clown and stuff like that, but this, this was about my sister. Wow. And but you're going to have to have a speech for the actual wedding. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Are you going to get that. emotional? Yeah, of course I'm going to get emotional. Are you uh, the best man? No, I'm not the best man. Um, my sister's fiance is Russian, so he's oh. okay. so, uh, so he's probably gonna have man. yeah. <laughs> I have speech on oligarch to be the best. Hello, man. they call me the booster of Moscow, <laughs> and um, I want everyone to know that I am best man, bago worst man. <laughs> So we had fun, but it was amazing how quickly uh, bad blood there. So there's a little damage control that needs to be taken so care of. So this is happening Ooh. real time. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. So you got to update, update us with we'll that. We'll keep you updated. Did they announce the day of the wedding already? No, Frank, but you're very inquisitive, and I appreciate that. Thank you, Mike. I'll let you know. He's a good you friend. You can be my plus one. Frank. Frank is a good and, friend. And uh, I think now it's time for some bochicha bites. Yeah. I've been waiting all day. Aye. I've been waiting all night. So I've been waiting all day. Aye. Bochicha. Aye. Bites. Aye. Bochicha. Waiting all day. Bochicha. Aye. Bochicha. Waiting all night. Aye. Bochicha. Waiting all day. Bochicha. Aye. Bochicha. Aye. Bites. Aye. Hey. Hey. How you doing, Jamie? Jamie Wade. Hey. 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 Yeah. 
was about to say that. Jamie. I'm getting feedback. You're doing too many haze. Hi, guys. So, um... So this is uh, sure. so this story first bite has been in the news. This story has been in the news for pretty much the entire week. Kevin Hart stepped down from hosting the Oscars, yeah. right? Because of some old tweets that were uh, considered homophobic. Uh, so the people that run the Academy Awards told him to apologize, and he said, "I ain't gonna apologize for those tweets." Mm. That's my. I've addressed it. I don't want to apologize. Mm. I don't want. I'm not for the tweets. Not for Ride Along Two, even though that was an inferior sequel to Ride Along One. Mm. He didn't wow. say that last part, but I'm just kind of like paraphrasing. Um, so, <laughs> now, so now, uh, so yeah. So you guys think it's fair? I, th- this has been happening to a lot of celebrities, people, sport athletes, just people. Um, well-known people uh, that they get punished for old tweets, old Damn, social media crazy. things that they write of actors, directors. So um, I don't know. Do you do you guys think it's something from 2010, 2009? Mm. Should somebody be like persecuted for something like that? Yo, those were the dark years of Twitter where everybody pretty much said crazy stuff. Um, but I think that we are living in a time now that there's a lot of this whole punishment. Like you did something six years ago, you're gonna get punished. Damn. So it is. It's, people are obsessed with that. Nick Cannon came out and went through a search and found some old tweets that uh, Amy Schumer and um, Sarah Silverman had from a few years ago. So yeah, uh, I like that he he posted them and then he but he was like trying to compliment them too. <laughs> he was like he would post the tweet and then he'd be like, Yo, but I loved Wrecking Ralph though. I'm like, eh. but you three guys are straight. I look through your tweets. I want you guys are okay. You researched our yeah, yeah, Twitter pages. Hold on, hold on. You guys are clean. You guys are clean. Frank Boogie. It's clean. First of all, I, you guys are clean. You guys are clean. You, I, I checked. Don't worry about yo, it. Yo, because you know why? I deleted all my tweets two years ago. I know you did. Yeah, I checked my. Wait, do I need to go and like delete any of mine? I don't know. Rachel, no, Boca, you're clean. Don't worry about it. Apparently, Jamie already did search something. He has some feedback for you. I found some of your tweets from 2010. Oh no, that's the same year that Kevin Hart's tweet came out. So. Um, yeah, there's some very interesting tweets from 2010. I'll just say a, a couple. Oh, no. Okay, August 28th, 2011. No, are you serious? <laughs> oh, shit. I wonder if, if Arsenio Hall is mad at the Jersey Shore for stealing his fist pump. Hashtag I wonder. Oh, what? man, I forgot about that one. Um, okay, here's the one. August 18th, 2011. Wow. Oreo big stuff. Hashtag things they need to bring back. Yes, I stand by that one. Oh, sad. Oreo big stuff. <laughs> Who do you think you are? That was, that was commercial. June 11, June 11, 2011. Getting my keratin on. That's the it. Fuck? Oh. What? You're These are legit. Yeah, I know yeah. they are. These are smells legit. Like, smells like Rachel. April 8, 2010. This is a very controversial statement. Yes, 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 yes. I hate packing dot, dot, dot. Oh. That's it. Oh. Wow, controversial. Keyword hate. Wait, what was the date on We're that We're not one? getting a Luggage uh, sponsor. That is April eighth, two thousand ten. Uh oh yeah. Wait, was that honeymoon? No, I don't <clears> remember. <throat> no, um, no. I got a couple more. I got a couple more. November twenty sixth, two thousand ten. Shopping. This place is a zoo, and I'm the wildest animal in here. Let no. me let me have no. that sale rack. No, you made that one up. That's real. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, shit. All I did was cut and paste. I didn't punch anything. You had to uh, tell yo, you me know. when you're going to do this and prepare me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not fair right now. Okay, we got two more. Uh, <laughs> December, I saw a new segment. December 28, 2010. 
Oh man, ever just feel like saying just shut the F up already to someone? Since I can't say it in real life, I'm saying it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> this one to me was the most surprising one. This was oh, the most surprising boy. one. It's the last one. It's the last one. Torture. Okay, August 13, 2011. The day she's after my birthday. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's added at to Juan Bago. Oh boy. OMG, I love you. You're my primo, hermano, and friend for life. There we go. That's a beautiful way to end it. Send me that. I'm going to retweet it. That's love right there. 2011. Wow, Jamie. I'm crying right now. I did my research. Research, I did my research. There's nothing controversial there. Like, Rachel is scot-free. You guys are safe. Thank you so much. Frank, you're safe with your Twitter because you've never tweeted. There you go. That's what he does. That's a Frank Spiracy right there. Don't ever tweet. No, I think I think he had one tweet. It was like, yo, on Twitter, he was like, yo, is this MySpace for the Illuminati or what? And then, and then he just like he he stopped he stopped posting. I stuff stopped. Like I stopped posting. Okay. Um, all right. Okay, so okay, we're okay, past okay. that. We're past Let's keep that. It um, oh my uh, god. The next bite. Okay. Actually, check this out, Rachel. This is very interesting. Honestly, <laughs> I need a more break. Tweets, more tweets. I need a break. More tweets. Check it out. There is an underground breast milk market. Did oh. you know this? Where at? Check it out. There's a woman, right? She sells or donates, right? But she sells her ample supply to families across uh, across the state where she lives. So those who live nearby her, they meet her at Target or Walmart park- parking lots. Wow. Um, and then they receive, some receive her, her milk in frozen bags packed in dry ice oh. uh, for an average of 60 cents an ounce Dang. plus the cost of shipping. This is like really... Yo, make that loo, Rachel. This like is Omaha like, State. It's not too late, Rachel. You know how that comes. This is like some Martin Scorsese <laughs> film shit. It's like instead of Goodfellas, it could be called like Good Feeding or something. <laughs> Or it could be like a season of Narcos, right? Like, instead of like, they had Narcos Mexico, they could name it like Narcos Milksico. I don't, I didn't think of that. Um, uh, (laughs) Yo, she estimates, this woman estimates she's either donated or sold about 32,000 ounces of breast milk. What? Over the past two years. Wow. Burning through six pumps in the process. Yo, that's crazy. That's a lot. I'm on the same pump from my last kid. Damn. (laughs) Wow. La lechera. Yo. Um, Frank, you having, lo- so you're last having week- fun with those puns, bro. <laughs> <laughs> last week, we had a money-making opportunity, right? Your I son, we, I said, yeah, you. I wanted, we wanted your son, DJ, to start, like, a YouTube account and make a lot of, you know, make a lot of money off of it. Him and I have been talking about it. Yeah, yeah we've been doing nice. a marketing plan this around could be, it. This could be, my three-year-old and I. This, this could, could be, be another side, a side gig, a side check, boob check gig, a side boob gig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, it's a Jamie pun. Yo, you should do something like a Teta Uber, where you bring breast milk <laughs> to people. Yo, that's a good idea. That perfect, or like a yo. lift, a lift, like a but like a lift. <laughs> <laughs> breast lift. Like a breast, breast lift. Breast lift with a Y. Yeah, I like that. Guys, we got the title of the show. That's it. Let's, let's wrap this up. Make sure the Y is clear. <laughs> teta lift. Yo, where's my money, all right? I didn't pump all this shit for nothing. <laughs> Um, this woman said she pumps 85 ounces a day. Damn. That is so much she milk. Yo, she's clocking. I just want to put things in perspective real quick. So I really struggle with producing breast milk for my children oh, damn, on a serious that. tip. But that's okay. I've come to terms with it. A lot right. of women really take it to heart. And they're like, oh, I'm less of a woman. I'm just like, pa, pa, pa. We did what we could. But anyway, you know I was only able to pump about 10 ounces of milk a day. 
compared to this woman's 85 ounces. What? 85? Wow. Dang. That is, that's so, insane. Yo, and she's that's... bumping. So that takes you eight days. <laughs> Frank. You'd be yo. the slow one in the crew. It'd be like, oh, Rachel, come on, let's go. We got buyers. I wouldn't be able to feed the village at all. <laughs> no, Rachel, get laid off. Like, look, Rachel, it's, it's not. This is not. You're too slow, girl. It's too slow. What the fuck? Is that almond milk you're pumping? Let's go. <laughs> Yo, that ain't your breast milk. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, one, one last one bite. One last one, guys. One last bite. Um, uh, some nuns admitted to stealing 500000 This is another bad uh, wow. uh, thing. Uh, admit to stealing $500,000 from, from a school that they were nunning in. I think Dang, that's nunning. Okay. To go on Las Vegas. You went to... <laughs> I went to Catholic, Catholic school, school, but I had mostly priests. <laughs> like, my Catholic school weirdly didn't have a lot of nuns. It was just, like, all priests. All, mm. all priests all the time. I wonder, uh, I wonder why. I was just going to say, Frank Spiracy. <laughs> Hashtag spotlight. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> they, so they admitted to stealing to go on Las Vegas gambling trips. Mm. This is very Sister Act-ish. Uh. Uh, S- Sister Mary Cooper and Sister Lana Chang. Lana uh, Chang. <laughs> they're believed to have, yeah, they embezzled the funds over several years using a separate bank account. Damn. They, um, they have expressed deep remorse, though, and they, oh, uh, yeah. and they said they will try to repay the sum. <laughs> and they said uh, Jesus told them to steal. No, not you Jesus. That is stop. smart. No, 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 not smart. Stop. Not Jesus no. Christ. Jesus Sanchez, the loan shark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus from the corner. <laughs> These are probably like bad girl nuns. Like, they probably got the lower back crucifix tattoo. They probably make like mar- margarita- margaritas. Uh, they just picking up, they're just picking up bad hobbits, I think, uh, at this they point. They got a tramp stamp of a, of a cross. I have a question. Honestly, like Jews, you cannot get tattoos. Like, is there any kind of Catholic belief or disbelief in tattoos? Mm. Mm. Gotta read Good the Bible. question. Okay. Uh, thou shall not ink thyself. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think, I think that's just like a, a, too much of a modern thing. Mm. I feel like Catholicism is very like old school kind of sensibility stuff. Um, so tattoos are too modern. It's like, oh, what? You know, I don't know what that is. Maybe our listeners the priest, have I the mean, answer. Our yeah. listeners, if you know the answer, email us. We are Latinos out loud at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Uh, yeah. And if you have any kind of like religious type of tattoos that you want to share you can um, send pictures to uh, Frank. Frank's personal email yeah <laughs> nibfrank at gmail.com okay uh, that's the bites for this week thank yeah. you yeah all right, you guys, it's that time of the show where we interview someone very, uh, very amazing. Okay, you guys know her. I mean, I don't want to, like, give it away because we're going to talk about it, but you may know her from YouTube with Joanna Rance, maybe. Oh. Maybe. She's a part of that? You know, and you may know her from <laughs> Flama because she did a lot, of, a lot of bangers with Flama. You may know her from Bill Nye, the science guy, mm. or you may know her from performing <laughs> on UCB stages, but please put your hands together for Joanna House. Oh my God! Thank you. Okay. Dropping the mic with that intro. You saw what I did there. Don't drop the mic. Don't drop the mic. Okay. Okay. I got. I I got a face of like, do not drop it. Literally, I think. (laughs) (laughs) We feel it. I see it. Not only is this a welcome. I'm sorry to cut you off. This is a welcome back. Yeah. Welcome Mm -hmm. back. Welcome back. Yeah, I remember last time we shot, we shot, no, we recorded. <laughs> this is how, I'm, guys, <laughs> I'm on YouTube, so I'm always recording. Oh, invisible medium. Oh. Is, we were, 
we recorded in Washington Heights oh. last time. Yes. Remember? Oh yeah. And this famous baseball player. There we go. Uh, was right Full outside. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jose you Reyes. were there for that. Mm-hmm. You saw like me and Mike become like fanboys. Did you yeah, you them? absolutely fanboyed. Yeah. It that was, was priceless. Adorbs. See, it was I, adorbs. I tend to fanboy a little easier, but I've never seen in all the years I've known Jamie <laughs> fanboy, and that was crazy. But I didn't even realize I was fanboying. It was just like, oh yeah, yo. Yo, Mike, tell him, tell, yo, tell him, you know, take a picture with us. You know, I got weird. It was, you it was cute. Was I don't know funny. anything about baseball. Yeah. Actually, can I? There's a really funny story. Sure. Go. I was talking about baseball, so I went to this. I'm Venezuelan, and I love to protest. You know, it just goes hand in hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did not know that about Venezuelan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been. I mean, I've been protesting since I was seven. So, like, you know, it's like in our DNA. Oh. Um, it, so I I went to a protest at the Venezuelan consulate years ago. I think like five or six years ago. And we're standing there, and there's this guy in a red leather jacket, and everyone's like, mm-mm, red, that means that that's pro-government, that means that that's our enemy, he's un infiltrado, he's a spy. Mm. But I was like, guys, I don't think so. And I think I'm like you, Rachel, I like, like talking to everyone, so I'm like, hey, Me how's too. it going? And we were hanging out, we were talking, we were talking, and then it, like... It turns out he was like the catcher for the Yankees. Whoa, uh, Francisco Cervelli. Oh, and, well, yeah, wow. yeah, and every, deal. Mm-hmm, and like people, pe- we were too far for him to re- for my friends to realize that was Francisco Cervelli, and I didn't know. And Francisco Cervelli's dad is like, "Tú no sabes quién es este?" And I was like, Mm-mm. and he's like, "That's Francisco Cervelli." I'm like, "That is not clarifying anything for me." <laughs> and he's like, "You know, the catcher for the Yankees." I'm like, "Oh, I don't follow. I don't follow baseball." And Francisco was like, oh, come, I'm going to VIP on Thursday. Come. And so the first time I went to Yankee Stadium, I was in the front row and I got like lobster and champagne. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we're still friends to this day. We're still friends to this day. So don't discriminate. That's a don't discriminate based on somebody's clothing, the color of their clothing. No, 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 no. no, no. Or the color of their skin, the color of their skin, maybe, but like not the color of their clothing. (laughs) Not the color of their jacket, for sure. You know, like that's like... Really, it's going too far. Going Wait, too far. was he trying to convert you to into like into baseballism? Like, did you feel like he was trying to make you? Uh, I, I I think he was just being really really nice. Oh, that's I think. Sweet. Um. Uh. I I don't care for baseball. Um. Nothing has changed, but I really enjoyed that particular day. That I was mean, a beautiful I'm story. At a baseball stadium, yeah. It of was course. Yankee Stadium. Base- yeah. I, and his and I went with his parents. I was like, I was like. A part of his family. It was really cute. Yeah. He's really, really nice. He's That's like amazing. super nice. Did yeah. you come out on TV? No, I didn't. Oh. Yeah, but I was right behind the dugout. That's when mm. I learned what a dugout was. Because <laughs> <laughs> before that, you were like, dugout? That sounds like Something shady. I, like, yeah, I honestly believe, I truly believe that if I had been like fangirling, he yeah. wouldn't have yeah. invited me. So That's yeah. a good point. Do you know what I mean? He would. He was just like, oh, okay. I mean, and then I invited him to a, a comedy show and he never showed up, but I don't blame him. Uh, I mean, really, honestly, well, no, a, basement, a basement at UCB versus... Front row seats. <laughs> <laughs> On the back of his baseball card, it says not into comedy shows. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His rookie good. card, actually. So. Oh, thank God. Speaking okay. of comedy, we need to get serious, you guys, about comedy right now. And I, I know that sounds a little weird, yeah. a little contradictory, oh, um, but you are someone who makes people laugh really hard. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's who you are. That's what I do. Is that because I thought it was just getting troll comments on YouTube, but this is better. Mm. 
<laughs> no, but let's talk about it. Like, okay, so you your YouTube Joanna rants alone is seen by hundreds of thousands of millions of people mm-hmm. across the world. It's like, really bizarre. talk to us about where that originated and um, for the people under a rock, what it is. Mm-hmm. But give us some background on Joanna. Oh God, I rants. love that you say people that don't watch me have lived under a rock. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. She's so sweet. I have a girl crush on Rachel. I swear to God, she's like the nicest. Anyway, okay. Sorry. I love seeing you. Okay, I love seeing you too, and I love talking to children. Do you want to dim the lights real quick? <laughs> Joanna's just one of those good people. You get excited to be around. Oh my god, I love it. We I should have it. we we're, we're gonna do a list next year of the best stuff throughout the year. There has to be a list of guests who who like love Rachel and like you know Rachel. A lot of the guests, nobody really loves. Her. No one, no me and me you and guys are fine. Me and Bago. <laughs> yeah, no, like, but we get a lot of like indifference. But Rachel, there's yeah. like I think every other guest is like, Rachel, I love you. We're spiritual sisters. Maybe you guys should reflect on that over the break mm-hmm. a little bit. Ooh. Yo, 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 what's up, you guys? This is serious. Please pay attention, for reals. There are 37 million vehicles that have been recalled so far for having a deadly Takata airbag. 37 million people. You can do some good by alerting your friends and family about this critical recall and earn serious rewards for doing it. Look, I'm doing it because I drive around with my kids all the time, and I can't even fathom something that is supposed to save your life actually doing harm to it. So please reach out, okay? Let everybody know what's going on and sign up at joinkarma.com slash lol you can save lives you earn money join the karma project and help get these deadly recalled takata airbags off the road get rewards for every friend and family member who gets an eligible vehicle fixed and for sharing messages about the recall on social media go to joinkarma.com slash lol that's joinkarma c-a-r-m-a dot com slash lol please let's work together to get this message out there join karma.com slash lol so please go back to joanna rant and tell us about it <laughs> okay so um i was producing and writing and um directing a lot of of content for flama and i wasn't really in anything um mostly because <laughs> i didn't look the part it was like i'm not gonna be the latina I look, what does I'm, that mean please girl, look at me we know but yeah. tell everybody okay, well, out explain. there. Okay, imagine a woman yelling at a manager at a JCPenney. That's what I look like. I look oh, like- I've seen those videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh, wow. That's true. <laughs> I asked for a medium. <laughs> like when I'm at the sun and when I'm in the sun, um, my skin uh, performs a coup on me and is like, please do not do this. Um, I look like I feel like I look like one of my grandparents. I look like. I'm like the copy of my uh, paternal grandmother who's 100% like Ashkenazi Jew from Poland. So like that's what I look like. Mm. I look like I could be in a shtetl in Russia in the turn of the century. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, anyway, so th- enough about how I look. Um, so that was me. So, um, you know, our brand was trying to uh, be the Latino voice for millennials online and it just felt weird to have me on camera. So I wasn't on camera for quite a while. I think for like a year. Um, I would actually play the white girl pretty regularly. But um, I, it got to a point where I was like, actually, I'm a little frustrated because I, I, I my passion is talking about identity and, and culture and bridging cultural gaps and going into depth about Venezuela, Latin American and gen, Latin American general Spanish. So I, that is truly where I, I just 
uh, it's like my warm like play, you we know we can sense it we it's see the, the passion coming from it's your so, nostrils I love it I love it and so it just got to a point where I was like you know what like I want to do something I want to I want to talk about my own experience because uh, it is an experience and so uh, my my creative partner Chris he was like yo why don't we put you on camera and just rant about like why you're frustrated that you know you feel like you can't be 100% yourself so we did that and I remember Yamin our boss was like at least if we get 10,000 views like it's fine and then it went on the trending page on YouTube and it got like half a million views over the course of a weekend and I was like "Ah, ah, what (laughs) should have brushed my hair Um, (laughs) should have put more uh, lotion on sun lotion because the lights were really uh, the lights were really bright why didn't you tell me I had broccoli in my teeth (laughs) honestly it was yeah and that was a learning experience one because I realized that the more specific you get with your perspective, the more universal it becomes. So not a lot of people are Venezuelan Jews that moved here at 18. Um, you know, that's that's not the vast majority of Hispanics. However, uh, a lot of Hispanics felt that the authenticity of my point of view, rela- like they felt related to it. So um, that was great. And then another thing I noticed is like being a public person comes with a lot of responsibility. Um, not only because, you know, you're a voice for people that are not like you and, and you have to champion these people, but also there's a lot of people that are going to try and tear you down. Um, and you just gotta like, just like F them. (laughs) I mean, like just let it go. How do you do that? How do you do that mentally? The first year was really, really tough. Um, I think there's, there's a reason why there's not as many female comedians, um, on YouTube in comparison to male comedians, it's, it's, we're very much more targeted in terms of like misogynistic comments. And that's, that's likely that and the Jewish, the anti-Semitic comments are like the two comments I, oh, I received the on. most. And the first year I was blessed to have such an amazing team that was just like, don't look at the comments, like we'll take care of it. And then, so that was great. And without them, I don't, I think I probably would have quit. Um, wow. and it was, it was crazy because it's the minority, the, 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 like you have so many great comments and then you get like five that just rip your heart out. Um, and then I just started not caring and, um, realizing and every, for every negative comment I, I read, I read 10 positive and, and now that I manage my own YouTube channel, I left Lama and now I have to manage the comment mm. section. Okay, it's, you got this though. It, but your skin is stronger this. now. Oh you have my stronger God. skin. Yeah, like I read a horrible one today and I was like, I'm going to respond with humor because this guy is clearly dumb. Like he, this guy is like poor kid who like still lives in his parents' basement. Maybe he's 35 and I still call him a kid and like only plays video games and hates women. And it's like, I'm just going to make fun of it. Cause like not him, but his dumb comment and just retort it with more strength. And you know, because of that, I think the amount of negative comments is, or at least I just feel like has completely, I, I have it under control, mm. um, both in quantity, but also in just, um, it letting it affect me. Um, but you did a. You used to do a Joanna rants, and then you would reply. To, you would read some of the comments mm. that are YouTube <laughs> comments. I did it. I did one today. Joanna replies. Yeah, the a Joanna separate re- show. Oh yeah. my yeah. god, Joanna yeah. replies. Jamie, no, it's, <laughs> it's a good one though. Um, Joanna replies. Where did that come from? And did, was that a little bit of therapy that you were able to like highlight <gasps> so some of the people and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna put you on blast." Mm. Yeah. So I have uh, with Joanna rants. Um, I have a series called Joanna responds. So not that far from trying to replies and I just reply to comments and it's one just 
a testament to how entertainment is changing, how, you know, the veneer of you watching a screen and not having this, uh, you know, conversation with the people. You're not going to talk to Brad Pitt and Meet Joe Black. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. with YouTube, like you do, you do have a conversation. So I really wanted to incorporate and highlight the best people that are commenting on my channel. So, I, you know, you see the great people in the world. But then sometimes I get a negative and I'm like, this person's just so dumb. I'm going to rip them. Exactly. I'm going to rip them apart. That's how I felt about the person who left, off a, left us a one-star review on iTunes. Like, why? We see it's only one person. Like, I, I, you can see who it is. So I, I want to I dig a little bit deeper on that. Because I remember listening to a rapper that said, you know, as fans and listeners and viewers, they want you to feel. You are an artist. You want to feel. That's the mm-hmm. best content. But then they want you to expect to be um, uh, immune to the comments. Mm-hmm. So how do that, you was that bound- a Kanye tweet? That's no. Like a Kanye tweet. Okay. <laughs> no, from 2010. No. So it's like it's such a difficult thing as an artist because we create and then we want to read the comments and then we're expected not to take it personal. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's but so yet, crazy. The best material comes from your heart. So it's how do you crazy. turn it off and turn it on? Yo, I had this one guy who was cruel beyond belief like i don't think i've ever seen something as cruel as his tweets and um i i like posted it because i just thought it was like one it 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 had no like it was making fun of me and then referenced vaginas in a way that was completely (coughs) biologically like it's a he clearly did not take biology like what (laughs) it, it does not make any sense so i thought it was funny like it was cruel but it was funny so i posted it and then someone was like yo i know that guy and then like five other people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's from Caracas. He went to, he went to this school. Like, yeah, I have his number. And I'm like, give me his number. Oh, oh yeah. Party time. Dude, uh, that's another segment, right? What's that going called? Do you want to destroy this motherfucker? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, what's up? Joanna? You're going to get your number, right? <laughs> Joanna commits no, identity you, theft. Mama, mama. Yeah. You see party. what I look oh, like mama, in person? Go. You like it? Mm, let's party. <laughs> I got his number, guys. And I was like... So I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm very, um, adverse to confrontation. So I was like, I'm going to prove that people are actually monsters online and good people in real life. And I'm going to prove that this guy is like, not that bad. Like that was my goal. And, um, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to prove that this is like, we can find common ground. So I call him. He's like, hello. And like, hello, hola, como estas? I'm not going to say his name. Um, I will never forget it. And then, uh, I'm like, eh, eh, Joanna Hausman. And he was like, uh, hangs up on me. And then I messaged him. I was like, listen, I know you wrote some really cruel things online, but I really wanted to clear the air and find common ground. I think who you are online is not who you are in real life. And I'd like to give you the opportunity to express that. The, the comments I received back, like the response was, why are you taking things so fucking personally, you stupid Like, you're no one. You're not funny. Quit. Quit your life. Quit everything. Kill yourself. And I was like, uh, so I'm taking things too personally. Okay. And then you're telling me to kill myself? Like, where he at? We go to Caracas right now. What are you talking about? (laughs) Everybody pack your fucking bags. Honestly, he's in Caracas. I feel bad for him. You know what I mean? I always wanted to go to Venezuela. (laughs) Let's find him. Uh, I got hacked, and um, <laughs> this is some sort of catfish. We're gonna just fly out and confront him. I, uh, my dream. I feel like, I feel like the here's here's my thing. Um, and I, I I've thought about this for a bit when I was um meditating. And by med- meditating, I mean like I can't sleep and I'm just like with my eyes closed in bed. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. I just call it meditating instead of insomnia. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I'm there and I'm just and I'm like 
the best revenge is fucking doing a great job in life. Yes. That's the best Absolutely. revenge. Yes. Yes. That's it. Good advice. You know what I mean? Just kill it you know and why? be happy. Because this guy from Caracas, as more and more famous you get, he's going to see you on TV. He's going to see you. Every, he can't avoid it. It's going to burn more and more. And yeah. maybe he'll text you in the I found years. the best revenge is kidnapping someone's dog. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not from experience, not from a specific situation that I that I dealt with. I have a question: Have you ever rant, uh, had a had a rant or something um, that you knew was gonna like uh, touch a nerve, mm-hmm. and you knew you, it was gonna cause uh, people to either be for it or against it in a very strong way? Yeah, yeah, and those are really hard to write. I actually get anxiety when I write them because I have this really um, horrible desire to be liked. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm like. Does does the Uber driver like me? Like, what's my Uber score? Like, um, does the Starbucks girl? She, I think she likes me. She, um, she smiled. Oh my god! <laughs> she, I hope it was nice enough. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of crippling. So, um, when I write these, like, the the topics that are a little bit more complex, it 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 gives me it actually takes me way more time. So one of the ones that I knew was going to give me a lot of shit was my feminism rant, and it was just like clarifying to people when they talk about feminism, like what they're actually talking about. Oh my God. The amount of guys on my comment section, just blowing it up. And I'm like, but here, but here, wait. So I've learned, I've learned a thing or two in my years online. And it's that trolls. They're not going to, they're not going to watch the whole video. Mm. They're not going to get to the point where I'm like, Hey, feminism is actually the equality between men and women. And you know, men can be feminist and your dick will still be there. Um, so I, 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 I said at the end of the video, I'm like, I know there's going to be a bunch of people that will not watch this video through and are going to write a bunch of misogynistic things. So in response, this is what I want you to do. Just put the recipe for banana bread. That's it. No context. These people are not going to understand anything. They're going to like see a bunch of banana bread uh, <laughs> recipes. They're going to be like, what is happening in this video? I thought it was about feminism. And now it's like, and it worked. Like people were like, what the? Like all the trolls were like, yo, what's going on here? What's this banana bread? And then just another, <laughs> another recipe for banana bread and all different types of recipes. And then, and then people would like band together and be like, oh, I think this recipe is better. Like to one troll. And it's just a way so that was for me an example of attacking it head on i knew i was going to get them so what way can what how can i combat it in a way that isn't adding to the anger adding to the aggression it's it's just it's proving that uh, you know when you take a moral high ground you don't need you like michelle obama said you don't need to go low Mm. Mm -hmm. you can be you can just post banana bread you don't have to call people names like you can you can be more effective with with other with other mechanisms by fire with banana bread basically so i want to talk a little bit about ucb because you were on a mod night house team correct houseman i see the connection i've never heard that before (laughs) got it got it this was another rachel wordsmith why? So thank you. Oh, I cannot believe you guys have that program. Isn't it <laughs> weird? Uh, she does it a lot. I think uh, they just need to like focus their time elsewhere. Yeah, the, girl, it's I really him you. that does these drops. Anyway, um, so you know, UCB is a very interesting beast, mm-hmm. right? Also, the name of one of their theaters. Oh, here we go. Um, wow. I'm on a roll. So you know what I mean? UCBs. Okay, no, come Rachel on. Enough. 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 I just want to ask her a question. Oh, Shit. Rachel. 
Okay. No, seriously, Joanna. Okay, so um, we often hear about UCB that there is a lack of diversity, but that they're working on diversity. And it's interesting because our guest after you is also part of the UCB family. Yeah, so this great. is going to be an interesting perspective here. Um, you know, how do you feel UCB is doing from a diversity perspective? Um, I was actually uh, speaking about it with uh, your next guest uh, right before starting uh, my interview, and I think I think it's getting better every day. I think um, I, when I first started at UCB, it I was like over I was overwhelmed, like and. I could, f I, it looks like I went to a prep school in Connecticut. Do you know what I mean? So if I was feeling uncomfortable, I can't even begin to believe if I looked like anyone in, in this room. Do you know what I mean? So if, if I felt uncomfortable, like, you know, como que, it was, it's clear that there was a problem. I think that's changed. Uh, I think I see a lot of people from different backgrounds, different perspective, different everything in climbing and, and doing better. And I think that they became aware of the issue, and I think that they addressed it. And I think that's, like, the best way to deal with an issue instead of, like, ignoring it or being like, we're doing the best we can, being like, hey, you're right, you know, we, we can do better bread, at Banana this. bread, banana bread, banana <laughs> bread. Just banana bread. Just that's that's their communicado, <laughs> you know? Um, so I think it's better. And I've had an amazing three years at UCB. I really have loved it completely and utterly. Um, it's, I actually just wrapped up my third year and I'm not going to uh, continue performing for Mod Night. Wait a minute. <clears throat> what? Yeah, I think Joanna. It, I think it was time to give my space to uh, other other comedians that mm. would really, really appreciate the chance to perform on that stage. I performed that for is three bold. years. Yeah, I'm a little sad. It was real sad. And I think that's the name of a, I think of a daytime my deodorant. soap series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bold and the beautiful. <laughs> Sorry. What's that smell? Bold and beautiful. Bold and beautiful. <laughs> I would buy that deodorant. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, me and my mod team, which was the UCB sketch team, we, we hang out pretty regularly. So we're like a family. So, you know, got to so keep it together. Um, so... I stalk your Instagram story. Um, oh. Quickly, just taking oh. a step back, your who was funny in your family? One and two. Your mom is oh entertaining. My mother. Like I'm sorry, yeah. I, I, I like watching you, but your mom is no. Like, I I think I think she needs her own show. It is she's <laughs> become. Here's the thing. My mom, to give a little bit of background, she's like a PhD in economics. She is an incredibly como influential periodista journalist back home and also just just uh, a she she was on CNN in Espanol. She had her own show. Wow. She's just like a very serious woman. She she was never serious at home, but like her persona was very serious. And now she's like sort of retired. Like she still works. And she just she turned like 60 something. I'm not supposed to say her age. And she was like, <laughs> eh, I'm done. And so she just, she like dances in the middle of CVS. She like be becomes friends with everyone. Like we went to like a bar in the middle of Massachusetts, like for sure Trump supporters. And she became friends with everyone. Like I love the Patriots. Like she dances. I cannot even, it's like she became who she was at 60. Like mm. she, she's living her best life. I think she saw me. That's she told me, yeah. she's telling me that she told me that seeing me pursue my dream influenced her in just being 100% herself because she wanted to be That's a singer amazing. and an entertainer, but she was very smart and her parents were like, mm-mm. 
Está loca. Está loca. So <laughs> she's just like, she's seen me be silly and just be 100% myself. And now that she's like, oh, I've had, I've had a rebirth. Like, I'm publicly who I am in private now because that's, like, you do it too. And it's great. So you I inspire. want her to have our show. Yeah. You inspire so many people. Oh, I love inspiring my mom the most, I got to say. It's like, it's so cute. You know, yo, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm watching it, and then her mom's just dancing. I'm like, yo, Sadie's having a lot of Have fun. Have you gone to like, like, uh, I think you need to go like to Vegas with her for the weekend or something like that. Oh she God. seems like she's, she, you need like a mother daughter trip now that she's very like, oh my she's God, she's free, like she's your new free. <laughs> oh, she came to my bachelorette party. Oh, <laughs> um, we went to a drag show. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> we went to a drag show. Um, and they were like, oh, we need people on stage right now. No. Right now. And I was like, please, please, God, please no. And she was like, mamo. So she grabbed me. And I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> and so um, the drag queen was like, oh, honey, what are you doing here? And I'm like, mm. and my mom's like, it's her bachelorette party. And he was like, oh, well, this is going to be awkward. Um, who are you? It's like, I'm her mother. It's like, mm, it's going to be more awkward. Okay, so the challenge today is to fake orgasm on stage. Oh, and I was like, God. I was like, mm. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And my mom's like, let's do it. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. And you know, you're like, you're like in a situation where people are looking like it was like, it was like 50 people. Like it was a packed bar. And I was like, I can't like, it'd be more embarrassing to walk off. Do you know what I mean? So we did it. And everyone just, every, it was like quiet. Like it was like, everyone was like, Whoa. and then we did it. And everyone was just like quiet. And my mom was like, I told you we were going to be good. We are good at faking it. And it was like, oh, my God, mother. Wow. And and the drag queen went, that was disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) And that is honestly the most interesting thing that happened at my bachelorette party. Wow. That wasn't scarring in any way. Um, uh... Sometimes I replay it in my head when I'm quote unquote meditating. Having insomnia. Like, no, no, no. Like, I cringe at it. It's pretty bad. Texting therapists. (sighs) It was a lot to handle. (laughs) Does she bring it up in like uh, family functions? Remember that time that we faked it? Oh my God. Oh my God. I was going to say a joke, but I realized it was my mom, so I'm going to not. Um, I'm going to not. She doesn't. She had a lot of. She had a lot of drinks that night. We all did. Oh, my God. Oh, my back, God. Back, back, back. She needs her own yeah. show. She needs her own show. She's probably, like, TLC would, is that the, no, Bravo? Bravo. Which one? I don't know. All the trashy reality yeah. shit. Oh, that's, that's a good network. Like, I feel like yeah. we could really turn things around with my mom. She'd, like, step it up. She'd make it good. You know what I mean? Speaking about making things good, you make Bill Nye look really good. Ooh, oh my God, Bill Nye. Look at that segue. segue. That segue is wow. sharp. You have a pre-recorded like, segue sound or something like that? Like, <laughs> I got segue. I mean, I went segue list for the first half of the show, so I'm like, I got to bring it back. You know what I'm saying? Because I love, I enjoy doing it. I love Bill so much. He Tell is, us all about that, because that is like, man. you know, people know you and what you do on YouTube and UCB, and then you're on, you're a correspondent for Bill Nye. I, I think the best thing that came out of it, obviously I loved being on the show and all the writers were awesome and produ- everything was great, but um, I'm like, the fact that I'm Bill Nye's friend is <laughs> mind-blowing to me. I know. And I'm his friend, like I went to a book signing and... <laughs> I mean, here's the thing about Bill. He's not just a celebrity. He's an icon. And he has he has no privacy. It's a, 
it's Bendito. it's incredible. It's like the, he ha, he needs to have like a security detail so people don't just bother him all the time. Like we had to go through another exit. We had to get in a car and like drive one block so people wouldn't follow him. We went to a really dark. Re- this was like a couple or last week. I don't remember. We went. I went to his book signing and we went out to dinner with a couple of uh, the writers from the show. And it it was just like Bill is like just a person, and he has. It's just. I feel like it must be so tough being such an such a celebrity to be real. You know what I mean? Bendito. Like, but do people like like bombard him with science questions. They, but no, they bombard him. I think they just. <laughs> with selfies, like is that what you want to do? It's like, no, not. Yo, I got so many science Tell me questions about the ozone for you. Layer. What are the What are the layers of the ozone Let's layer? Let's talk volcanoes real quick. Okay, real magma quick. is beneath. Okay, I feel like um, I I I think that he he um he he knows who his real friends are and he knows what like people that have good intentions like he's really good at realizing who has good intentions so like he can't stand the selfie madness thing where because he's like this feels like they're just taking some they're just taking a picture with me which he's he does but he's like but they're not like asking me anything they're not you know what i mean and so I he wants really the science questions i think he, he loves the science he's so sm- he is like wow brilliant he's real smart like he knows a lot so what do you do on the show? Um, they basically put me in situations that are like slightly uncomfortable for the sake of science. Like I went to a cuddlist, this guy who cuddles for money. What? Um, talk. Wait, what? Yeah. They have that like in Japan too. I think Japan it is. Japan. Yeah, it's actually really interesting. It actually works. Cuddling works. It, it releases serotonin in your head, which is like, I get it, but it, it's sad that there's people that don't have people to cuddle them so they pay people like you can oh get, you guys can get God. it for free but there's my girl's listening is like you see we gotta cuddle more yes <laughs> actually i use it all the time with my husband i'm like we gotta like we gotta cuddle he's like but you're so like warm <laughs> i'm like no but this is good for my serotonin levels um oh my god I'm like, is I'm totally it nice that? That? when i sleep i get i get like an oven Oh, I no, really I'm talking hot. about cuddling. I want to cuddle with my husband some more. No, I know, but I'm asking. I, wow. I heard that women get, like, more, like, we retain more heat when we sleep than men. Is mm. that true? I should probably ask Bill, not you guys. Just ask uh, Bill. Just text Bill. It sounds legit, though. We do so much more work. Our bodies are on hyperdrive 24/7, constantly. 7 You guys right? don't do anything. Seriously. What have you done today? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's a good question. I'll Try get releasing an egg. Try releasing an egg. Wait, what's going on here? Just try creating try, a, try creating an arm out of nothing. <laughs> right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You made you made eight, no, four oh arms. God. I love that you love you my children. Arms. Oh my god, Can your we children? talk about that real your quick. Your children are literally the most beautiful little things I've ever seen. I'm obsessed. They're like little people. They look like a man <laughs> in a little version. Like they they like minimize them in post and I love it. I love when I see you because you, you, I don't know who's watching my IG stories. You know what I'm saying? But you actually like you talk I watch all of them. You love the kids. I, I love, love the kids. them too. When you post about the kids, I'm like, mm-hmm. Yes. When you, you post about like Juan Bagua, I'm like, okay. Oh <laughs> I can't. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh. He's doodling um, while uh, me and Rachel That's were sisterhood. First off, you can tell who sees your Instagram story. It's all the stats are there. So you I understand that. I'm just saying like I don't it's not something that I like live and die by. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I post it more from my own recreation. Uh, but when I see people actually absorbing the concept from my IG story and talking to me about it, it makes me feel very uh, special. I'm like, oh my god, your yeah. son at the park. That was crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm obsessed with these kids. Never honestly, don't blame you. 
You? I didn't make them, and I think they're adorable. Well, let's talk about the kids that you're going to make, because they're oh, going to be very multicultural. Like, yeah. explain to us real quick just your background and your husband's background. So I'm, my my dad's side is, my dad's side is Ashkenazi Jew. Uh, my my grandparents survived the Holocaust and arrived to Venezuela because Ellis Island was closed. Mm. Wow. Mm. And then my yeah. mom's side is, my grandfather's Venezuelan, uh, Venezuelan, and then my mom, my mom's mom is Cuban. Um, so I mean, that's a mix, you know what I mean? But I came it's out. It's an interesting mix. So people yeah, always say, like, it's a very interesting mix. They're like, oh, I guess the, that explains a little, uh, like, the Jewish side explains <laughs> <laughs> you a little bit. Um, and, <laughs> um, and then my husband is uh, Colombian, but... I, I always say, like, we're going to make Dracula babies because uh, we're both real pale and we got uh, widow's peaks and butt chins. So all of that's really like, recessive. So they're going to come out like truly like a vampire. Wow. Um, I'm into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> vampires are like in again. Vampires are in. Vampires back. are back. Yep. Um, actually, listen to this really interesting fact. Um, vampires... Uh, so vampires and zombies tend to alternate in in how popular they are, oh, and yes. usually they depend on what political power or what um, either Republican or Democrat uh, is is in power. So, they, Democrats perceive Republicans almost as zombies in that like they quote unquote have no brain. They're just following. They're just like I want brain. Like they're they're like in populism como que they just listen to one thing and they just do that one thing without thinking and then republicans perceive democrats as draculas or they go as um, vampires so aristocratic a uh, you know cold-blooded they're they're fancy but they they go f you over mm. um they're learned but they're mm. you know they're um there is a hidden society that's going to stab you in the back. So it depends on what's in power when the zombie or the vampire movies are, are popular. Isn't that insane? A sociologist that said insane. that. So like yeah. when Twilight was popular, like that was Obama's in office. So that was like the Democrats were, were popular at that point. Right. Yeah. And, is then, that, and, and, and then, then zombies. Now walking now dead. Walking dead. Um, I think it was, I think when the, the vampire movies came out, I think it was, it started with, Bush, didn't it? Or am I crazy? Mm. I might be completely wrong. I don't Bush know. I don't know. Movies. I honestly don't know the <laughs> chronology. What a connection, the, though. Yeah, it's really, it's crazy. But anyway, I thought that was a fun fact that I listened on another podcast about Halloween. A Halloween, <laughs> a Halloween podcast? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, um, we have to wrap. We can, this is the thing with Joanna Houseman is that there's so much history here at the talk, table. And know? there's so much comedy that we can just talk to you for hours. This could be like a 24-hour marathon kind of thing, I think, with the amount of content that oh we have God. to share. Let's do it. <laughs> you want to do a 24-hour podcast episode? Oh, Honestly, wow. That would be amazing. That would be like a Jerry Lewis telethon type thing. <laughs> we should raise money for a charity. Absolutely. Oh, my God. That's a great um, idea. We should it. do it. And then oh, my, my God. Uh, uh, brain exploded <laughs> with excitement because it's going to happen. <laughs> we want to thank you for coming. Um, I think some of the best content that I've ever worked on in this career was with you for oh, Flama. The lip you so video, great. the oh. Latino study mm. stuff. You guys did some, like we've all done magic together. So we just hope that you continue doing what you're doing. Oh, and you guys continue what you're doing. I mean, oh, thank you. Th thank you guys. I think you guys it's are killing it.
for que lo que. This is where we ask everybody. Um, you guessed it. Que lo que. Que lo que, Joanna Hausman. Que lo que. Bueno, mira, I have videos all the time, and people should li like listen and watch on my channel, Joanna Hausman, on YouTube. And where can they find you on social? Um, my Twitter, Joanna Hausman. Yeah, it's weird to spell. Uh, just try and type it, and it'll come up. And then uh, on Instagram, follow me, Joe House, J O H A U S. Uh, I'm gonna be hanging out with my nephews and. It's going to be funny, some funny stories that you're going to want to watch. I And you showed us a video um, of, was it, was it your nephew oh my God, singing? Yes. Yeah. My and your nephew has a pretty good voice. My nephew just discovered singing. Wow. Um, oh. And so he, he played with a band today. It's wow. honestly the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Um, I'm obsessed with all of them. Uh, it was I a very kind of like oh, like a like it was a song that I would think like a middle aged like man would, would choose. Well, it's a very rocky like folksy type song. Yeah, you know? I don't know what it was. I couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> but it was like it was real. It was like it was like what you listen to at a at a bar in the lower yeah, side. Exactly, yeah, exactly. It wasn't like, like a biker bar or you know, something. Like, like baby shark shark. No, it was like hey, oh my god, I love that song. Yeah. Her soul. Like, <laughs> like a little, like a nickelback like nickelback-ish. <laughs> or mean, like Creed-ish. Yeah, like bad, bad. But what I, I, from the quick video you showed me, he looks very confident. Oh, like he, you, he's just, he got that microphone uh -huh. very, he's just like, I'm gonna kill this. He, 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 every he, note. he does like, you know, what is it called? Vibrato? When it's like, ah, like that? Yeah. So he was like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, yo, this eight-year-old killing it, you know? The voice, no I, well, future voice contestant or American Idol, whatever any other shows are still on the air, I can see it. So I shout out. One shout day. out to him. One day. Nice. All right, next. Uh, me, just Juan Bago. All my platforms is Juan Bago. Jamie, anything? Uh, just shouting out Room 28, our show that we're doing. Uh, it's, 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 it's a private show, although we're inviting some people we know, but it is a private show. But um, it's going to be a, a Christmas show that of our, you know, our best of Christmas kind of sketches that we've done. And uh, so shout out to the Meredith Corporation. Uh, yeah, they're looking out. 225 nice. Liberty Street. We're doing that on a, on Friday, uh, the Friday of this week. Um, but yeah, you're, you're not invited unless we specifically invite you. It's, 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 a cor it's a corporate thing. Yeah, so you guys have one day to win tickets to the Room 28 show. Log on to our Instagram page and follow us for a chance to win. We also have something on Saturday, the very next oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. This That's is huge, you guys. This is a big thing. Okay, so I'm, I'm jumping on your que okay, should I not? No, well, I... Not the first time. No, let's... Nobody asked you, Mike... Just do it. Continue. Continue talking about it. Well, on Saturday, you guys, there is this big event happening in Queens. Coming to America, the movie, is celebrating 30 years of existence. 30? Wow. Damn. I thought yeah. it was 20. Sure. Damn. Okay. 30 oh years. Yep. Anyway, they're doing a huge event where there's going to be a screening and then reenactments and different things from the movie at this warehouse in Queens. So, Room 28. Totally doesn't sound shady. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, it's legit, it's a dugout, you guys. A dugout, it's in the basement of There's going to be a dugout in Queens. There may be some vampires there. I don't know. It's a big <laughs> gathering of people. It's like a blood Is Eddie Murphy going to be there? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm not planning this event, but I know we got hired to reenact the barbershop scene mm. four times throughout the night. Yeah. Wow. So we'll be doing Hopefully it every hour. Hopefully to four different crowds. Four different crowds. I hope it's <laughs> I know, right? Why are they doing the 
this again. And once again, room 28. We'll just have to do it different each time. Maybe yeah. I'll turn the Jewish guy into a Jamaican voice yeah. or something. Yeah, I don't know. Are. We'll figure it out. That, that but works. that's taking place at the Knockdown Center. That's 52-19 Flushing Avenue in Queens. And that's Saturday, December 15th. It kicks off at 7 p.m. and it ends at 4 a.m. Why does it sound like a front for like an illegal fighting tournament or something? It might be. Yo, the Knockdown Knock Center. Down. Anyway, you can go to Eventbrite and just search for Coming to America and you can find tickets for that event. So if I show up at 2 in the morning, I'll... Be able to see you guys. Our last performance time? is at two a.m. Two a.m. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Jamie seems like he knew I, about yeah. this. <laughs> I I skimmed. Yo. I skimmed. This is the what email. happens because I send them the information no, and they I don't thought. read it. And then the week, oh, they're like, oh snap! I didn't realize. No, it was I honestly be all thought night. it's my anniversary again. No, I saw it was. One, I thought it was <laughs> one a.m. Oh, wow, Jamie, she said you have multiple anniversaries. <laughs> I know she's hit it. You taking mean, that? <laughs> she's, she's hitting me hard there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought I saw one a.m. But two a.m. Like even though it's only an hour, it's like damn two a.m. Yeah, one a.m. Yeah. You're like I'll give you my last my last bit of energy for one a.m. You know, but I can do it. I'll do it. There is a rider uh, request, so we can say in our rider is Red Bull and a certain alcoholic beverage that goes well with it. Uh, you know, we can request what we want. We're room twenty eight. Like you know it. what I'm saying? I like it. Um, crickets. Not really. <laughs> We've never had a writer request before. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Um, okay. Are you done? Uh, yeah, Jay Ferns. That's Instagram if you want to follow. Okay, as always, much love to our partners at Yero.com. That's double com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. This week marks 35 years since the release of the epic gangster movie Scarface. Yero is taking a look at what today's Miami looks like after it and Tony since its big screen debut. Head over to Yero.com for the full story. And please follow me at Rachel La Loca. There's some updates I have about Hilarious, the comedy derailed show. Okay, that's happening in February. We have a special edition to this week's Que Lo Que, another Que Lo Que Quickie. Oh, snaps. We need some kind of intro music for the Que Lo Que Quickie in 2019. Yeah, a nice jingle. Yeah. Okay, you guys, um, this is a personal connection for me, um, and it's really coming full circle, which I enjoy. So she is a teacher at UCB. I'm not going to go down your resume, but I just want to give a few of the highlights because there's a lot of accolades here. (laughs) She's worked with The Onion. She produces an amazing show at UCB Hell's Kitchen called Sketch Cram. Please welcome Georgie Aldaco. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy that you're here. Yeah, thanks for asking me oh to my do God. it. I know. I just have to tell you guys, no, I first met Georgie at UCB. She was my sketch writing 101 teacher. Ooh. Oh. So how was so how was Rachel as a Come student? On. She was great. I thought that class was really fun. I liked it a lot. Me Georgie. too. Was she like a teacher's Georgie. pet? Where she was like, oh, I have a sketch idea. Me, me. No, she was, I think, I thought she was good in the room. She gives a lot of good pitches and she was like a good reader in class too. Thank you. A plus. Let's keep it real here. Shut up, Mike. Come on. Let's just give us a true formal one. That's the truth. And then you did that workshop afterwards, right? I sure did. Wow, she, so Georgie is Latina, first of all. Oh. Yeah, and I'm, like, speaking, for, it's so stupid, but, like, <laughs> there's so many things I love about you, but, like, one of the things that also that I, I'm really incredibly um, thankful for is that when opportunities come her way, she 
pays them forward and just sends them to people and makes connections. And you got to talk to this one and then you'll get this job and get paid for it. So she sent me to an amazing workshop where I actually um, workshopped a few sketches that I wrote, got yes. some great feedback, but I'm going to stop. Please let everybody know what you do. Um, so primary, oh, I, I do a lot of like comedy writing stuff, comedy directing in the city. Um, and I run this show called Sketch Cram, uh, where we write a sketch show in a day. We've been doing it for a very long time now. We get a lot of people that aren't usually together in a, get them in the same room and make them write a sketch show together. Um, Rachel's done it. You were also great there. Thank uh, you. Jamie is going to do it. So. No, so we've been, <laughs> nah, don't right? cheer, don't cheer, don't cheer. Kidnap because him, kidnap I, him. She's, we've been having our email correspondence for a while now. And I still haven't done it, but it's mostly my fault because it's like, oh, this month, oh, wait. And then, or like, you know what I mean? You know how emails are. Listen, but don't take it personal. He has a lot of anniversaries. I, I, I heard earlier. I, heard earlier. Anniversaries, you know what I, mean? I was like, oh, that's Every why. month okay. is a new anniversary. <laughs> I swear. It's so really... She's giving me, she's probably, she's going to give me like a, like a 12th chance right now. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, wow. dude, you got to do it. Sketchcram is the best and worst thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it does sound, it does sound very intimidating. Right? It's like the marathon. It's, it's similar very to intense. That. Yeah, yeah. So, like, all the writers. You do that. I ran the marathon, right? I, I ran run the marathon. all the marathons. Oh, okay. no, I don't. No, I would never. Yeah, yeah. Well, every episode he has to say that he ran the New York City yeah, he marathon. Ran a marathon. <laughs> anyway, anyways. let her explain. Like it's craziness. Tell us about the craziness. So everybody gets there at nine o'clock, and all the writers get there at nine o'clock in the morning, and then we have them write their first video. They pitch all their ideas. Then we assign them videos. Their first sketch is due at eleven thirty. Then a director comes and takes the videos, and we don't see them. The video director is like out making the sketch, and then the writers then stay on to write three other sketches so they write four sketches throughout the day they leave at three they we have the first table read at 3 30 um and then we pick the one of theirs that we like then they punch it up they do the second draft of it then the actors show up at 6 30 and then we rehearse everything um they memorize everything and they like freak out for a while <laughs> and then they like panic for a little bit and then we all go to the theater and we put, put up the show that night at midnight at midnight, that's a long a day yeah. uh, of comedy. Um, it's longest for us. Actors well, the, do yeah. six thirty to midnight. Do writers. the writers? Do a lot of the writers just come back anyway, just to see, or they're like, you know what? I did my. Part they today. all come back. They all come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, so okay, so what happens? Hypothetically, if like everybody's just really bad at memorizing shit, like, do you, is there a lot of funny improv that just like comes out of all this? It has nobody has ever like really tanked it. There okay. was like, there's one time that, it, that like there was one that I was not a part of the crew at that time that they just they just could not find it. They like the one thing that they were not supposed to do that was like which was like talk about they were on a boat and they weren't supposed to be, talk about being on the boat and that's all they could remember that was that uh, they were on a boat. Uh, so they just like talk about being on a boat. Right. Yeah. Don't say boat, so I'm on the boat. <laughs> um, but. Uh, than that everybody's been pretty good they like they we get like people that are funny that like we know that we can trust them like they'll even if they can't remember it they know what it was about yeah and yeah. they'll like they'll like they'll like remember jokes here and there i'm curious what is the feedback from the performers that have been there like has that taught them a skill because i know that a lot of times when you're doing sketch shows like when i was a part of room 28 before they kicked me out <laughs> i remember you had time you to to, to um to rehearse and stuff so have you gotten any like feedback and like oh my god i'm I'm so happy that I was a part of it. What have yeah. they said? I think a lot of people, writers and actors, um, they both like 
everybody realizes like if you would just concentrate your energy, like you could do so much, but we're all like just lazy humans or whatever. <laughs> so we don't get a lot done, but it just teaches, t- teaches you how much you can do and how much you can push yourself and how much you can generate if you do really concentrate and get your stuff together. Nice. I love the experience for so many reasons, but like, you know, you got to team build with strangers, mm-hmm. you know, you had to collaborate, come together and, you know, get the sketch from start to finish. And the other thing was that it actually has helped me tremendously in the memorization of lines in my sketch performances with Room 28, with the girl thing that I do. Yeah. Like, it has helped me. I don't know what it was about the cram, but I, after it, like, I surpassed this hump of, like, if I could do this, then I could do that. Yeah. If I only had three hours and I memorize, or whatever, if you guys have, like, an hour in between stuff to, like, really get it down, (laughs) if you can memorize everything in an hour, then when you have two days or whatever, you should be good. So you have a cram coming up this weekend. Yes, we have a cram this Saturday, December 15th at midnight Mm. at UCB Uh, Hell's Kitchen. Do you um, think a lot of the a lot of the sketches are going to be kind of Christmas? Uh, it's a Christmas cram. Oh, oh, it, it is, is a Christmas cram. It's a holiday, holiday slash winter cram. That's mm. a good one. <laughs> oh man, you guys, Jamie, I'm excited for you to be a part of it. And then Ariana Rodriguez is going to yeah, be a part of it in January. January. Oh nice. wow, the New Year one. Nice. Yeah. nice. I have been making an am- announcement. I'm doing February. Are you? <laughs> I. If we you were keeping it, it was a secret between <laughs> us. So well, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, uh, one last question. I just want to talk about you being a Latina navigating this sketch comedy world. Have you found any barriers? And if so, how have you combated them? Um, I haven't found like a crazy amount of barriers, but I think just like, you know, it was heartbreaking at first, but like just showing up, they used to have like this mic at UCB and I would just go like every Friday with my sketch group and just like being there all the time and like people realizing like, oh, so you like want to do this like for real. Okay, cool. Um, Then, then like the last year to do stuff. And that's, it was, that's how it came about for me. Just going there all the time and just like not stopping going. Yeah. Well, I know there's got to go quickie and this is probably like, a question for like a longer interview, but I, I kind I'm very curious as to like what were your like sketch comedy like influences that made you want to get into the sketch world. Uh, yeah, uh, well, my like I have like the era of SNL that I like. That's like my like growing up era, whatever. Like the was Will, it the Sandler years? It's like, no, no okay. it's like the Will Ferrell, the Will Ferrell years, Will Ferrell, yeah. Maya Rudolph, Ooh. like Tina Fey. That that's like yeah. my growing up years. And then um, I really like Amy Sedaris and all the old stuff that they used to do, like all their weird crazy things uh and i think animaniacs too is like a, oh it's like wow a, nice that's, if those feel like sketches like some of them are just like they're short because they're episodes for kids but they feel like for real sketches and mm-hmm. they have like good jokes mm. in there and stuff and they're coming back they're coming back the animaniacs yeah yeah awesome they're doing new ones i think for hulu or some shit nice yeah, yeah. so you should hey i'm, I'm into uh, that <laughs> future uh writing uh, writer's room in the anime, <laughs> new animaniac show yeah i mean you've got the experience working at the onion teaching onion, ucb yeah. <laughs> so this weekend sketch cram how can people get tickets uh, you get tickets at UCB's website, UCB, uh, you just search UCB, or UCBcomedy.com, I think it is, or UCBtheater.com. I can't remember <laughs> which one it is. Or just go to my, any of my, my Twitter or Instagram, I put the link in there, uh, and that's at uh, Georgie Aldaco. Before we go, uh, I, as you know, there's probably a lot of sketch comedy kind of uh, fans or people that practice it, like listen to the show, we do sketch comedy, like is there any kind of advice that you can give um, that maybe a lot of people that probably don't study it would not know, you know what I mean? Like just being an instructor, something that you 
are like this these students need to know this before anything else in the world of sketch? Um, I think especially when you're starting out, uh, don't get precious about your idea. I think like when you start out, you think like, oh man, this sketch, as soon as SNL sees it, they're going to book me forever. Um, But I think you have to like realize that the first ones you write are going to suck. And just like you have to get through that. You have to write through that and keep on writing until you get to the good stuff. And are you good? Are you better with like you write a sketch? Are you like oh, I want to collab? I want people to other people to read this and kind of continue the collaboration, or sometimes are you like this is my sketch? I like, think stay it, away, keep your eyes away from it. It de- it depends. Like I, at the end, we I had really had to learn that because it is like a very like collaborative thing, and like so everybody takes a different pass on a draft, or like everybody like contributes to everybody's thing. So like at the end, it feels like ten people wrote something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that. Like and I would I liked it then, but also like for my own sketches I your own voice you don't want your voice yeah, to get yeah. like muddled between like yeah. a and bunch I was of like, I was writing for the Onion's voice in that point so I had to write well, that, that's their voice I have yeah. to write to their voice um, but then I have my own stuff and I prefer to keep it to myself yeah <laughs> but keep like, it Georgie keep like it Georgie <laughs> I love the notes uh, notes are great uh, yeah. just like knowing to you know I wanted to also like my notes or my voice plus people's notes. Yeah, Mike gives a lot of notes. Like anytime I show him something, he's like, "Yo, but why? Why so? Why are you saying boat so many times in the sketch?" Like he'll have. <laughs> you like that? He has. Yeah, he'll have twenty questions. You like to give notes? Um, Thank you. It's good for like long form scripts. It's good for long form scripts. Like that's pretty yeah. much what I show him. But for Thank a sketch, you. I'd be like, "No, let's do that's too much." Shit. I mean, like notes are always good. Like it means they're like it means your sketch is sick, and mm-hmm. people are like, "Your sketch is sick." Yeah. Um, yeah. You need to take care of your sketch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, Georgie, we want to thank you for coming on the Latinos Allow podcast and thank you for doing everything you're doing, especially at UCB. It's very important that we see people that, you know, we feel like we look like, you know, mm-hmm. represented and seeing a Latina yeah. teacher at UCB. It's tremendous. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah, you for having us. And it's great that you can see your favorite B minus student uh, again. <laughs> I know. No, I'm pretty sure she gave me a good grade and great notes at the end, too. And hey, Georgie kicked off what I'd like to even uh, shout out right now is the, the, the she helped me with the diversity scholarship because now I know like the path that I'd like to take with those credits. Awesome. I did 201 and I'll be doing 301 thanks to everything I learned in 101 and 201. Yeah. Nice. Oh. All right. right, Well, that wraps the episode. Thank you, everybody. We want some more reviews. We're going to have a contest coming up, right? We're giving away some stuff before the end of the year. I'm not giving away on this podcast. No. You have to follow the Instagram account at We Are Latinos Out Loud. I'll tell you this much. It'll help you with some holiday shopping. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. So follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud. And thank you to everyone out there supporting us. Thank you to Pandora for featuring us front and center on their blog and and shouting out their new podcast app. Thank you. And on that note, I guess we're out. Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola, amigos, y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. 
There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.